This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes. Welcome. It is podcast time with Eddie Scazzeri today. Oh, hi, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Jerry continues his vacation. He has not been fired. He has not quit. He will be back Monday. We have a big guest actually tomorrow. If uh, you're interested in wrestling at all, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, WWE wrestler. She's going to be the main event at WrestleMania. She's a huge name in wrestling. You may not know her if you don't know wrestling. But for wrestling people, a huge in-studio guest. Now, will she be fighting Ronda Rousey? That name I know. It's a three-way fight. Ronda Rousey, or Rousey, uh, and uh, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter. Okay. It's a three-way fight. So, is she a good guy? I'm not sure. I know only wrestling from the 80s, although I know the power of wrestling today, and I know she's a huge name. Oh, oh yeah, like uh, when we had that, uh, well, one big wrestler who I don't remember his name. Sergeant Slaughter? No, that was an 80s guy. Oh, uh, yes, uh, we had uh, Roman Reigns. Yes, yeah. huge, right? It was huge ratings for us, Roman Reigns, and you know, I probably had to tell Boomer NGO who he was. Yes. But yes, very big name, and so we'll do that tomorrow. But today, Eddie, I thought I would start this podcast off with a a, a young man, long distance dedication, EJ on Twitter, mm-hmm. wants to know why when you and I are on here sometimes, we'll sometimes reference kids and pets, or we'll reference something being ponderous, man, ponderous. Or where are those pictures I was supposed to see? Where are those pictures I was supposed to vi- uh, see? Is Don on the phone? These sorts of <laughs> things, which... um came from a classic Casey Kasem rant, which I had heard on the Howard Stern's show in like the late 80s, early 90s. And I was familiar with it from uh, Imus. Right. I think Opie and Anthony played it. Like everyone. over the years, everyone played it. But if you were too young back then, then perhaps you haven't heard it or maybe you want to hear it again. It's so good. And Casey has passed, I believe. Yes. Casey Kasem is uh, passed a couple years ago now. Um, but Casey Kasem was very popular... In the 70s and the 80s. And in fact, SiriusXM still runs his his uh, countdown shows. Definitely on the 70s channel. The Billboard uh, Top 40. Top 40. Uh, which he used to run every week. And I used to listen to Casey Kasem. For decades. For week. decades. He'd run down all the top hits. And he used to do long-distance dedications. But this was a show that he recorded. And then it ran in syndication all around the country on the weekends. And I believe, I don't know if it's the national one, if that, I don't know if that's still a thing, 
but I know here in New York, I know Scott Shannon does. Yeah. A sort of not the current top forty, but right. sort of a this date, this week. Yeah, back in whatever. That's what the seventies channel on Sirius does with the Casey Case yes. and stuff. They take whatever was the top uh, forty hits of uh, of this week in nineteen seventy six and runs them all. Now, do they play old commercials from that no, era? No, no commercials, just Casey Case and. So when Casey was recording one of his long distance dedications, he had a. Uh, a recording problem with uh, what he was reading and the tape somehow got out and all these radio stations around the country played it many years later. Uh, but he references kids and pets and ponderous and where are the pictures I was supposed to see. So I thought we would play it here to explain what the hell we mean when yeah. we do that. So then you can enjoy it also. I simply went to YouTube and typed in Casey Kasem. It's legitimately one of the first things that comes up. Of course, it's it's legendary. There is a little salty language in here, so if that's going to offend you, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast to yes. begin with. But let's play it, Eddie, and enjoy. Casey. We're up to oh. our long-distance dedication. Yes. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. Uh-oh. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay. I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his f***ing brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a f***ing dog dying. Ooh. Casey, very angry. It yes. doesn't have the part where he says ponderous. Uh, oh, that, oh that, that's funny. That's got have to look for that one. Um, yeah, so Casey wanted to do a slow, you know, you come out of a slow song, then you talk about a dog dying. Not yes. an up-tempo record. Right. Coming out of a happy song, and you got to do a long-distance dedication about someone's dog dying. Let me see if I can find the one where he says, ponderous, man, that's, ponderous. Yeah, that's the end of the rant. Yeah, it's actually, it's, I believe it was edited. So this is the second rant. Oh, I see. That someone just edited at the end of it. Let so, me see. So just put in Casey, ponderous. I'm going to punch... That's not it either. Hold on. Where's the other one? This is real live editing, people. Yeah. And Ed, and Al is not going to fix this later. I might. I don't think you will. You don't think I will, huh? No, I think it's better just yeah. to leave it Yeah, I don't know where the other one is. But at the end, he on the other one, he's just doing a promo for one of the stations that he's on. And he goes, um, uh, we'll be on at uh, every Saturday morning at 2. He's like, 2? <laughs> Ponderous, man, ponderous. I think he says effing ponderous, yes. too. Furious, Casey Case. Yes. And I believe Howard Stern had him on many years later, and he confirmed that that was real, because some people thought it was a fake... Uh, a, f a guy doing Casey. Yeah, a guy doing Casey, or Casey doing it as a bit. And do we? Uh, did, was it ever disclosed who Don is? I think it's uh, only because Howard has had a longtime agent, Don Buckwald, mm. 
my guess is he would have a guy that was high up like a yes. Casey Kasem as well. Sure. So my guess is it's it, it's him, but perhaps it's not. Okay. I'll have to look into that. That's a good guess. Ponderous, man. Get Don on the phone. All right, EJ, so that's for you. EJ on Twitter. There you go. Kids, Mystery solved. Kids and pets. Uh, New Jersey's cleaning up their beaches as they do every year, Eddie. And uh, this is, uh, we got some results from the 2018 beach cleanup. They do this in the fall okay. after uh, the summer. Uh, let's see. This is the Clean Ocean Actions Beach Sweep. It, they did it last spring and fall. Uh, they mainly picked up uh, from the oceans uh, and all the things on the beach, uh, beverage bottles, shopping bags, straws, and stirs, and 22,000 cigarette butts. Wow. Which they say was down 25% from a year earlier. And what about the hyperdermic needles? Remember that was a big deal? That, oh, yeah, like that. I don't know what 80s? era that was. The 80s probably, early 90s, where they were finding hypodermic needles on the shore. Well, whenever that... Uh, Billy Joel song was out. We yes. didn't start the fire. Mm-hmm. Hypodermics on the shore. Uh, but how about this? Uh, here's another big one. They found 5,470 balloons. That's because hmm. people love to release a balloon over the oceans. Yes. And then those balloons pop at some point in the atmosphere. Yeah. And then marine life eats them and they die. Yeah. So the next time you're celebrating something, don't shoot balloons up in the air. Right. You're killing marine life. Yes, you are. And what about condoms? Was there a uh, good one that on the list? That is on the list. And in fact, survey said <laughs> condoms went up this year, an increase of 56% from the previous year. They found 565 condoms. So sex on the beach is still not just a drink. And this is disgusting. This one, 267 baby diapers. Wow. That, that's Throw your baby diapers place. out. If you were cleaning up the beach, Eddie, yes, would you rather pick up? You'd have gloves on, and you yes, you have all this stuff. Would you rather pick up condoms that appear to be used or diapers that appear to be used? Oh wow! Uh, having a dog, yeah, which you may be soon joining the ranks. That would be nice. Uh, and you know, picking up dog poop and all yeah. that. I would have to say, I would have to go with the baby diaper. You'd pick up a baby, yes. yeah, because I'm used to picking up poop, right. Yeah, and a condom, that's disgusting. Yeah, even though I don't know which is sort of worse biologically to right. touch uh, if you had to, but just psychologically, I yeah. think I would rather go with the baby poop. I think you're right. I think psychologically picking up a diaper is better, but I bet as far as diseases go, the diaper's probably worse. I I would agree with that. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in our fecal matter we exactly. got to be careful about. Right. I'm surprised, like, legitimately that, you know, in pup, that we don't pick up diseases from public restrooms. Well, I mean, your body has an immune system. Yeah. You know, that that fights off all that stuff. So. I mean, that's fighting off some stuff, though, when you're. Yeah, but you're fighting off stuff that, you know, that you yourself, like, have come in contact with from you and your family and all that stuff. Poop, you so, mean? you know, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just, just normal, you know, life garbage stuff that yeah. we can deal with. But you would think when someone's sitting down on a public toilet. Yes. Whether you're man or woman, you have a you have two openings down there that a, a bacteria could get in. Oh, sure, yeah. Your butt or your urine hole. Yes. So I'm surprised, like, we haven't 
that a disease hasn't crept up. You do hear sometimes, they do say that crabs can be spread on public toilets. Uh, yeah, I don't, like, how I how, how big are they? <laughs> how like, big are the crabs? Yes. I don't know. I, I suppose they're very tiny, but I think you could see them. If so you, not microscopic. Not You could see them with the naked eye, but very tiny. Okay. But you wouldn't necessarily see them, like, before you... Sat down? To do your right. stuff. But then you would see them in your hairs down there, I think. Oofa. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't gotten, like, over the years a email that says, you know, somebody spread crabs in the bathroom. Yeah, we have not, thankfully. We haven't. Nor have I really heard... I, I know it's possible that you could get crabs that way, but you don't really hear that happening. Well, I mean, I was just about to say that I don't know anyone who has had that happen to them crabs. or has had cramps. But that's <laughs> maybe not something you would share with people. The fact that you have crabs? Yeah. Or you wouldn't even share if you got crabs. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one would believe you. Right. Wow, crabs. That, is that even still a thing? I Yeah, I, I, I guess it is. So they're like bugs Yeah. in your pubes. Yeah, I guess. That you get sexually or... Well, because you'd be bumping areas yeah, I, I and then guess. the bugs jump from one. Imagine I, having bugs in your pants. But it's not lice, right? Because I've heard of... Uh, I, I Pubic know, lice? Well, uh, is that what it's called? Maybe. But I know like head lice. I know uh, there are uh, people who, you know, with children. Right. You know, in a, in a day camp or in schools, then it can spread oh. through and all that stuff. I just Googled crabs okay and of course you know places that serve crabs came up first yeah secondly what are pubic lice there crabs you, there you go and how do you get them so they are a louse so to speak pubic lice is crabs <laughs> thank you for that is onions basketballs <laughs> <laughs> pubic lice also known as crabs are small parasites that attach to the skin and hair near your genitals. Crabs aren't dangerous, and they're usually pretty easy to get rid of. Okay. There you go. Pubic lice are super common. I'm getting this off of the PlannedParenthood.org website. Okay. Uh, they are tiny insects that look like tiny versions of the crabs you see at the beach. Oh, my gosh. They feed on your blood. Mm. Pubic lice spread during sexual contact. Uh, symptoms, intense itching, which we probably all have now just from thinking about right. this. They don't cause any serious health health problems. It's usually easy to get rid of them with over-the-counter medicine. Imagine bringing that up to the counter to, to check out. Yeah, my, it's for, for my friend. <laughs> my friend has pubic lice. Is this what I would get? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Getting pubic lice doesn't mean you're dirty. It has nothing to do with hygiene or cleanliness. Anybody can get it if they have close personal contact with someone who has them? Oh, man. How do you get it? Uh, usually spread through sex because they like to live in pubic hair. Uh, it spreads when genitals touch or are very close to each other. Sometimes they're spread through other kinds of personal contact. You can get it where other types of coarse hair like eyelashes, eyebrows, chest hairs. Imagine having <laughs> crabs in your chest hairs. <laughs> Beards and mustaches. Well, that would come Ooh, from, uh, yeah. you know, the, uh, you mm. know. Sometimes that, pubic lice are spread by using an infected person's clothes, towels, or bed. 
Oh, man. Usually don't spread through casual touching like handshakes or hugs. What about a public restroom? And it's really, really rare to get crabs from a toilet seat. They don't live very long when they're away from the human body. There you go. And they can't hang on to smooth surfaces. Oh. Even though crabs are into hair, they usually don't like to hang out on the top of your head. Pubic lice are different than head lice, and you usually don't get crabs in the hair on your head. Head lice don't show up in your pubes either. There you go. And then at the bottom of this article, was this page helpful? It was. Oh, very much. Say a big yes. Big yes. I did. PlannedParenthood.org. And a lot of people want to get rid of Planned Parenthood. I'm sorry. Where would we have we would have found information on pubic lice? Yes. Well, I mean, there are um, <laughs> religious concerns for people who oh, want to do Parenthood. away with the Planned Parenthood. Right. Should I leave this up on the computer? Um. So, like, when the person comes in. Because someone uses this computer at night yes. to do updates. Right. And also CMB. And CMB. One of them sits there, okay. I think. Yes? Yes. So you leave it up. I'm going to leave this up so that they wonder... Who's got crabs? <laughs> and by the way, you're sitting in the same seat. <laughs> but 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 like put it so they can't. They'd have to sit down first so they don't see it before okay. they sit down. So here's what I do. So they're sitting down. So this computer has has the the internet up, which this now has, and it also has Word up because I use Word for the warm up. Yes. So I'm going to just put on the screen Word. Correct. Uh, and I'm going to leave that up there. Excellent. And see. If someone can alert me, because Eddie and I have had enough of sports talk when we leave here, yes. we can't listen. Correct. If CMB references light, a pubic lice or crabs, please alert us immediately. Yes. Well, really alert you. Alert me immediately I'm not on, on Twitter. Media. With a timestamp, too, because Eddie's yes, going to need to go that's back. That's very important. Timestamp, very important. <laughs> timestamp. Right. When you send, like a lot of people, very helpful, yes. they'll say, Mike said this, Steve Summers said this, Evan said penis, like anything like that. Correct. Very nice people on Twitter give us the heads up. Give me the heads up or they'll send an email. If you could timestamp it, say like at 1223, CMB referenced right. crabs. And, and even if like, you know, your clock's a little off, I mean, that you would not imagine. You can't believe how much that helps. Right. Because if, you, if you tell me 1223... You know, then I can look at a window of a, like two minutes before, right. two minutes after, and I'll find it so much quicker. And and many many people do give yes. a timestamp. You know, right. you just look at your clock because otherwise, oh, Mike said this. Oh, okay. Oh, what day? Right. <laughs> like you were chasing down. Someone said, "Hey, Mike said sixty nine on the on the air Correct. the other day." And uh, what we had to what, chase it down. We had to figure out what day, and then figure out what time it might be logically. So it took right. a while. But we did find it, but we it did. just it takes a lot longer, especially in show if we're trying to edit stuff in show. Yes, we're very busy in show. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get you a good one here. A couple of things. Oh, we're really going inside radio here for yeah. people. Uh, speaking of which, tomorrow is Craig Carton's sentencing. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go to that, although I don't know how one is to behave there. I think you just stand or do I, I sit in a court? Is it like in a courtroom? I would think? imagine it is. And I and, sit in one of those benches. And, yes, and you just uh, and you just are there to show support for yes. Craig, and you are just I, w- I would say you just are quiet. I sit and, there quietly, right? And but um, afterwards, it does he? Do I see him afterwards? Well, I see. I don't know. I I know for well, I I guess I assume from watching you know courtroom dramas, yeah, that. 
um, you know, for serious, um, you know, or violent crimes or not that this isn't serious. I'm not it's saying it's not a violent that, crime. You know what I'm saying? That often after the verdict before sentencing, they immediately take the person into custody. Oh, right. And they are held in, I don't know if it's the same prison where they ultimately wind up, but they're incarcerated awaiting sentencing. Right. But that was not the case with Craig. You know, he was released on his own recognizance and was living uh, at home. Uh, so I don't know if one, now once the sentence is set, will he be taken immediately into custody or will he be allowed to uh, return home until his sentence begins? Yeah, that he will. That will be. The, That's the case. Because yeah, his situation is very much like the situation from the Jersey Shore. Okay. Um, which he is now serving time in jail for his was a tax evasion mm -hmm. type of thing. And he strangely turned his life completely around before he even began his sentence. He, that's how much time he had from the time he committed the crimes to the time he went to court, to the time he was found guilty to the time he's completely turned it around. Uh, but he, I remember once he got sentenced, he had like two or three months well, and Before so, he reported. So it could be a similar situation for Craig, which was, um, you know, this all started the day after Labor Day of 2017. Right. And if he gets that same situation as the situation, uh, it could be almost two years before right. it begins for him. I know he wants, if, if he's getting jail time, he wants to start serving as soon as possible because you gotta, you got to move on with the life. Yes, correct. But I don't know if that's, his choice right i don't know oh, how, i see what you're saying i don't know how it works right you know maybe you know if you have the option i would think then yeah like you said let's go let's now start the clock now the situation as i brought up i only because this came out in an article yesterday where is it uh snooki who was also on the jersey shore mm -hmm. she said she's in touch with the situation quite a bit and she says that he's this is what he's doing in jail playing bingo and he's helping people recover while in jail because he's in recovery. She also said this. He's in the gym a lot, so he's probably going to come out ripped because he got a little chubby over the years. Now, was his addiction, was it drugs or alcohol? Uh, drugs and alcohol, uh, but his prison sentence is for, it looks like, like he was doing a bunch of personal appearances, getting paid cash and not reporting. Gotcha. That's what it looks like. And how long did he get? Eight months. Okay. Um. So, but he's getting ripped in jail, which I would totally do if I went to jail. Like I would do workout. Sure. Like that's what you have to do all day. Right. And I yeah. would come out like muscular. Yes. With, with maybe uh larger legs. I'm not sure I would work on my legs even in jail. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think I would still go chest, arms, you know, the things you see. Okay. I bet the food sucks though. We We do see your skinny legs. Just FYI. Yeah, I don't see them because I only have half mirrors in my home. Gotcha. So once I start seeing my full legs, like I see my full legs in photos when I'm in jeans and mm -hmm. like thin, skinny jeans. And yes. Very thin. Very. Very thin. All right, Eddie, the warm-up program. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean. Uh... Well, this is what we covered uh, t uh, today, just to show you how the time went. One, Casey Kasem's rant. Yes. Two, pubic lice slash crabs. Mm -hmm. Three. Uh, Craig's uh, sentencing. And the situation. And the situation. And remember, you have a homework assignment. 
you're listening for CMB to see if anyone referenced that one of the computers in their studio has a web page open up in getting information on crabs slash pubic lice. Excellent. I look forward to hearing from you folks on Twitter. And uh, podcast people, I've enjoyed uh, sharing your time for this week. And uh, hopefully you uh, didn't hate me. And there you go. No, people enjoy you on the podcast. All righty. So we'll do one more of these, Eddie, for the week. (gasps) So! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Highest rated, though, they say. The highest rated program on the radio station. Or maybe the highest rated 13-minute show. It's one or the other. I didn't get the details. Uh, oh, hi, Al here. Uh, Jerry continues to drink a strawberry daiquiri on, lazy. A, on a beach somewhere, so CeeLo joins me. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. Saw a nice uh, Facebook post from Jerry yesterday. Is that right? A little oceanside picture. Today's really? view, it said. So uh, Today's view. enjoying the sun and the ocean and the tropics down He there. didn't do one of those pictures where his feet are in the photo, like he's no. on a lounge. That's a girl picture. No, it was just a landscape of uh, what his eyes My were view. seeing. My view. Yes. No okay. feet in the picture. Jerry and I are not Facebook friends, which is awkward. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And I feel like it's too late now for me to put in a friend request for Jerry. Yeah. What do you think would happen? Uh, he'd probably claim to not have seen it, mm-hmm. and then I'd be feel somewhat rejected. You don't want to give him the satisfaction. Yeah. Now I don't want to give him the satisfaction. You've got to have hand in that uh, social media yeah. relationship. You, know what, dude? <laughs> you. Right. That's what happened when I put in my request. He he's just sent that right back to me. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so we're in a very weird. A market, the New York market for baseball, and actually for all of sports. Weird was, market. Yeah, okay. I was thinking about this, just sports radio talk. So yesterday when we were doing the show, you know, the Yankees are off to a horrendous start. Horrendous. Boomer had them at 18-2 to start the season. They're 2-4, and four, yeah. losing both series to two scrub teams. And the Mets are off to a very nice start. So, of course, misery is what we deal in in sports talk. So... Yesterday was like a lot of Yankee talk. So I would get things on Twitter and phone calls. You're talking too much about the Yankees. <laughs> then we do one segment on the Mets. You're talking too much about the Mets. Can't satisfy everyone. In all these other markets, other than Chicago, and and that's just for baseball, they have one team yeah. that they're all in. You, sports radio in Boston, it's all Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, Celtics. That's right. Everyone we're in a on weird, the same page. We're on a very weird spot here. Can't please them all, Al. Can't you know? please them all. No, you can't. And you're right. It's usually the misery. People want to complain and voice their frustrations. So right, right. now it's the Yankees. Because what are we going to do? Talk about how awesome Jacob DeGrom is? We will, briefly. Yes. And then it's kind of like, okay, what else is there to add? Right. Yes. <laughs> and this paid a lot of money. He's really good. This used to happen in football season when the Giants were actually good, if you remember all those years back. And the Jets were like chaos, so they would be the story every week because the Giants were just winning games, and it wasn't that exciting. They won the games they should win. They lost a couple here and there. but predictable. It was predictable. We had Rex, though, and it was like always Jets talk. Oh, yeah. And then people would call and be like, why aren't you talking about the Giants? What would you like to say? They're awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Right now, Jacob DeGrom hit a home run. (laughs) I mean, that— If I was that guy, I would walk right in the dug. I'd be, what else did you guys need me to do tonight? Yeah. Give me a rake. I'll uh, clear the field uh, for the Marlins staff down here. And I they mean, almost blew it for him again. Again. 
Right. That that will we could get calls on the misery calls. Yeah. The Mets bullpen That's situation. That's a problem. Fourteen strikeouts for Jacob Degrom. Not a problem. Eighteen for the Yankees yesterday. Um, I mean, I did the math. Out of 27 outs, 18 strikeouts is two-thirds of the batters. That is fast math by you. Very good. 66.66667% rounding up at the end there. How many percent? 66.66667. Okay. When the calculator runs out of space, they throw the seven in there at the end. I see. Yeah. Also, I thought, you know, for the Marlins pitcher who gave up the home run, that's embarrassing. Well, I mean, yes, I would agree, except I believe there's been a ton of pitcher home runs in the early going. The night before, Zach Greinke hit two. Madison Bumgarner hit one. He has 18 in his career, so it does happen. And DeGrom was a college shortstop, we forget, so he did know how to swing the bat a little bit at some point. Is this a new era, CeeLo? Like, we're going to talk about the steroid era, the pitcher home run era. Have Maybe. we hit it? Yeah, let's get the, I mean, listen, if the National yes. League fans want the want the no DH to yes. stick around, let's have the pitchers, you know, knowing how to swing the lumber here. Let's go. I do wonder, and you're a uh, a youth baseball coach, mm. I do wonder at what age, because when I was in Little League, the pitchers were the only kids who could hit home runs because right. they were the dominant athlete. Sure. At what point does that go the other way? High school? I think it starts in high school. You get more people that are specialized pitchers where, you know, they'll have the DH involved, or if their spot in the order comes up, you'll pinch hit for them uh, because they don't really swing the bat all that well. But there are certainly plenty of talented high school athletes who can pitch and hit for sure. Yeah. But that is, I think, the beginning of the end for those players. You kind of have to choose one direction to go that way. When you're dominant no, pitcher no, I like and the, hitter? The, no, when you get to high school, when you get to those teenage years. Oh, you the high school. You rarely see it in college. Not a lot of two-way players in college. And yet you threw out that Jacob DeGrom was a, was a college uh, shortstop. He was a, yes, he was. But I, I don't think, I don't know exactly when he transitioned to becoming a pitcher. I don't know if it was after he got drafted or while he was still in college. I don't recall. Just Google it. No, yeah, you could, Google. Could I'm Google busy. That. Stetson, I think it was, down in Florida. Oh, and Mets home opener today. Noah Syndergaard. Who, of Ooh. course, traveled ahead. Hopefully it wasn't too inconvenient for him to have gotten woken up in the middle of the night to get the key to his buddy, right? Or did they they come to a solution about that? That was uh, there. There was a solution. So the Mets probably got in very late last night, and I think they were landing around two a.m. at JFK. Oh, I saw Lord. from one of the Met beat writers, and they have a day game today, one o'clock home opener. Uh, G- uh, Noah Syndergaard and Robert Gazelman are yes. roommates. They hadn't picked up their keys yet, blaming the Syracuse trip. Syndergaard went a day early so he could get the rest, but Gazelman was coming home tonight at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and didn't have a key. The solution was the realtor who got them the apartment was going to sit in the hallway (laughs) with the key, and when Gazelman got in there, hand them the key and then split. Bougie Syndergaard. Can't be bothered. Not that bougie, though, because he lives in, it said he lives in a non-doorman building. Bougie from the standpoint of I can't be bothered being woken well, he, up in the middle of the night, so we're going to get someone to stand guard in the hallway. Yeah, because he would use as as an excuse if he loses right. today. Yeah, well, okay. Gazelman, right. by the way, one of the guys who uh, caused trouble in the ninth yeah. inning last night. Uh, yes, Gazelman. Uh, now he can. He's better get some rest tonight. Or is it tonight? Today he should be sleeping right this second through the night. Yes, he's okay. he's probably about. Two and a half hours into his sleep right now. But don't they have to be at the ballpark at like nine o'clock? Yeah, well, it's going to be a short night for him. I mean, it is what it is, you know? 
All right. It happens. You and we we operate on a uh, low amount of That's sleep true. sometimes. Right now I'm operating on about an hour of sleep, you know. See that? I'm here. Let's and go. We're older. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Come after me. Come at me. You know do you know that guy's name? Mike Gundy. Very good. I think I quizzed you on that you recently. Did. Yeah. Oh, I definitely know Mike yeah. Gundy. Uh the new Jet uniforms get revealed today or tonight or Yes, some big point event today. tonight in it's Manhattan. Tonight. Yes. Now, yesterday everyone kept saying the you know there was a photo going around of of what were the new uniforms, mm-hmm. and people couldn't decide whether these were leaked a day early or some punk kid photoshopped something to make it look like these were the Jets' uniforms. Most people, including like the pro football talk people, who I consider football experts, seem to think that those were the uniforms. I think they were. Although a couple people pointed out that some of the players had on Under Armour cleats, yes. which would not go with the Nike uniform. Quincy Anunua was tweeting about this yesterday. Quincy Anunua? Yes. He said, when I went for the photo shoot, I wore my Under Armour cleats. There were no issues. Ooh. He goes, I'm not confirming one way or the other. I'm just saying. So the players were out there. Uh, Jamal Adams said that that was a fake. It was a Photoshop. But I think... I think that the Jets are just concerned that there's, you know, their thunder is being stolen for right. tonight's big event. So I'm going to say that those were legit, but we'll wait and see. What really? Happens. Yes. It was an awkward, you know, it was a screenshot of a, who knows where the guy that put it out there got, if it right. was real, got the picture from. So like, it looks like Sam Darnold's the same height as Jamal Adams. Meanwhile, Darnold's 6'4 and Jamal Adams 5'11. So there are some things that make it seem a little fishy, but I have a, I have a feeling that that's going to be. Those are going to be the uniforms. I always feel like, though, like when teams get a new uniform, they always do some sort of black jersey. Yeah. Which, yeah. it's enough with the ben, black jersey. Beningo was very upset about that. Yesterday. About the black jerseys? Yeah. What do we need really? black for? Yeah. There's no black in the jet uniform. What do we need black for? Like I we hated... win a freaking Super Bowl. Who needs a black jersey? Like, I hated the, when the Mets had those black jerseys. Why? Yeah. I don't like those. That was an era. And the black hats with the yeah. Met logo in it. Yeah, I know. People go through phases, right? I'm with you, though. I think those were the uniforms. Yes. And Jamal Adams is just trying to, you know. Yeah. Keep the keep the interest and the entry going until they get to this big event tonight, which they're selling tickets to, I believe. Really? Yeah, I think I so. I could go to this? I don't know if you can at this point, but I think they have some some fans and some season ticket holders who are interested, and they're going to go. Maybe the players are going to be modeling the new jerseys, yeah. you know, a little, a little runway, a little catwalk, uh, like a, you know, um Fashion show situation, a perhaps? fashion show? Yeah, it's somewhere in the city. I'm not sure where. Oh, New York. I thought it was going to be out of Florham Park. That I, think, I would go I'm to. I'm almost positive it's in Manhattan. Loser! <laughs> hate Manhattan. Manhattan's <laughs> yeah, the worst. It is. It really is. It's I've really just... soured on it over the years. Manhattan? Yeah, I used to love the city coming in, the skyline, everything. And now it's just it's just absolute misery. It really is. Gina tells me the other day, she goes, um, I think I'd like to live in Manhattan oh, for a year. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, you gotta that's be That's gonna be the me. end for the two of you. <laughs> Enjoy that. Nice knowing See ya. you. I'm getting a doll. Take care. <laughs> there was a video that went around the other day of a rat that was in the where you would get your ticket for the subway. Mm-hmm. Like you put in your money and the ticket falls out into yeah. like this little container. A metro card? Yeah. Yeah. There was a rat in it. In there? Yeah. Like a homeless rat that was making its abode in the hey, it's warm, it's dry. Why not? Rats a, on the east side. Bed bugs. Uptown. Uptown. When we come back, what's my other story? Oh, I have an interesting story about <laughs> penist Bruce Hornsby. That's sports related. After this, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Boomer and Geo at the top. Bets held off the Marlins 6-4 to four after Jacob deGrom tossed seven scoreless frames. Career high 14 strikeouts. He homered as well. He did it all. Yanks lost again 2-1 to the Tigers. They struck out 18 times at the play. Troy Tulowitzki injured. Nets lost to the Raptors 115-105. Brooklyn, though, still clinging to a playoff spot in the East. So an interesting article on the blog with Leather. Yes. By uh, Uprocks Media. They were they were interviewing uh, Bruce Hornsby for something. And uh, the, the guy wanted to confirm something he saw on the Bruce Hornsby Wikipedia page. That when Bruce Hornsby was in his late 30s, uh, he lived down near where Allen Iverson, as a high schooler, had gotten in trouble for a brawl at a bowling alley. Okay. And they threw Allen Iverson in jail and was going to be in jail for a long time. And Bruce Hornsby went to the, the mayor there and said, hey, I really don't think the punishment fits the crime. And Bruce Hornsby had a name, and he was in his late 30s. He already had all his hits. Wow, never knew that story. Yeah, so they let Allen Iverson out, and Allen Iverson wants to meet Bruce Hornsby. Pay it back. Pay it back, just to say thank you. And Bruce Hornsby says, why don't you come over? We'll play some basketball. Bruce Hornsby beat a high school Allen Iverson one-on-one. And how do we know that that was legit? He says he doesn't like to talk about it. It's legit. He was hitting all of his outside shots, Hornsby. My question, though, is how do we know Allen Iverson didn't just take it easy on him and let him... Because he helped him? Yeah. I mm. don't know. That He said this. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Do-do-do. It's a Thursday Yankees box office blitz.